like, well, you know, it's a good thing to make women feel good coming back to the workforce. Like, of course, but it's also what makes our country be able to run. Where even if you're not like having kids or if you're not, even if that's not part of like something you want, I think it shows um, a lot about a company's values and how they value their individual employees um, by putting this out there, um, making sure that there are leave policies across the board that really support people. So we need to keep women in the workforce. Millennial women are a huge part of what makes our economy work. We cannot have declining birth rates. We need to make sure that we're all going to be able to afford nice things like Social Security. And the way to do that is you need to make sure that there are policies that actually enable women to stay in. This is Take the Day Off, a Mother Honestly podcast powered by Splendid Spirit. Women have always taken on the larger share of the domestic and caregiving responsibilities at home. Cooking, cleaning, laundry, childcare, sounds familiar? While these are absolutely important in keeping our households running smoothly and efficiently, we also know that women, as a result of the uneven, repetitive, and usually unrelenting household chores, endure stress, anxiety, burnout, and depression. This podcast is about taking the day off from your personal or professional to-dos and bringing the focus back to you and on what matters most to your personal well-being, indulging in a creative pursuit, or simply getting some sleep. Weekly, we'll check in with you to learn more about what you're doing to take the day off, or simply some take the day off moments. In turn, we will harm you with the resources and know-how to take the day off, rejuvenate, and even better, unplug and get the rest that you deserve. We can only do this if we all do it. We must band together to show our young children and society at large that care matters. I am your host, Blessing Adesinyo, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly, a chemical engineer, energy supply chain and operational excellence leader, and mother of four. You will also hear from my friend and co-host, Andrea Mullen, founder and CEO of Victory PR and mother of two boys. We are here to take the day off with Splendid Spoon. Welcome to the podcast. Today I have with me Danielle Weisberg. Um, she is the co-founder and co-CEO of The Scheme, uh, which is a brand and a platform that I absolutely love. And you, you may have heard about them. Um, you may have heard about them, I think, in the height of the pandemic um, with the Show Us Your Leave um, initiative that really took off with various companies. Um, and I'll let Danielle give us more about that. But Danielle, I wanted you to just say hello and introduce yourself very quickly. Hi, I'm Danielle Weisberg. I'm co-founder and co-CEO of The Skim with uh, Carly Zakin. Um, we, we are celebrating 10 years of creating and leading this company and really excited to be here um, with you guys. Wow, 10 years. Well, first of all, congratulations. That's Thank no feat as, no. as female founders um, in an environment that really and truly isn't as, you know, supportive. Um, so thank you so much for, you know, 
continuing, I guess, <laughs> keeping, keeping the lights on. Um, as, as, a founder, yes, as a female founder, I think um, I literally empathize with just the amount of work that it takes to keep things going and, you know, continuing to deliver value, which is what the scheme has done in the last, you know, in the last 10 years. Thank so you. thank you for that. So can you just share with us your journey as an entrepreneur? What yeah. led you to starting the scheme? <clears throat> so I think it goes back to um, how both Carly and I grew up. Um, we grew up from families where it was um, just very much um, expected that you sit down at a meal together and have an opinion. And our moms, especially, um, are very outspoken, strong women. And I think that they um, instilled in us from early on, like, always make your own money um, and uh, really always um, be able to, to participate in, in what's going on around with you. Um, so what that meant is we grew up with this, like, love of news and information. Um, and we... I uh, connected when we were in college, we went to different schools, but we met on a study abroad trip. Um, and our, our pro tip is like, always be nice to people because you never know when they're going to become not only your roommate, but your co-founder and uh, other life partner. Um, and <laughs> Carly and I met when we were, you know, 19 years old. Um, and we grew up just loving news and information. Um, we graduated college separately. We bounced around New York, DC, uh, working for NBC News and um, wound up when I was 25 years old, living in a really small apartment in Manhattan, working at, uh, working at NBC News and saw a void in the market uh, when it came to news geared towards millennial women. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I was, um, you know, I remember when I was, you know, in, in just starting my career and having to, you know, rely on the scheme for, for news. Um, so it was really, it was, it's, it's a full circle moment, um, you know, having this conversation with you because, you know, I, I relied heavily on, um, cause I, you know, I didn't have time to like exactly. follow the elections and follow, you know, what's, you know, what's top of mind and being able to sort of digest it in a fun and exciting way. Um, I thought that was very powerful. So thank you for putting that out in the world. And it's still relevant today, especially, yeah. you know, as a mother who I don't have a lot of time between my work and my four kids to sit down and read the news, right? So yeah. um, it's always nice to sort of get that like recap of, you know, the day and the news. And, um, and of course, you all have other things as well, you know, like a podcast and um, various other products that you've now launched since then. But can you, um, let's shift gears to show us your lead because that was yeah. a powerful moment in time when um, you all sort of took it upon yourself to share what you do um, at the scheme and, you know, sort of asking yeah. or calling for other companies to show us their lead. Can you share with us what that moment um, really, really meant to you and your co-founder? So uh, first of all, it was a, uh, came out of a really, um, personal experience. And then it became an initiative because of our community. Um, so, you know, at the skim, our mission is to make it easier to live smarter. 
um, for millennial women who are navigating a lot in their day-to-day, have limited time, and need enough of the right information to make decisions. Um, So our mission has always been to inform our audience about the issues at hand and how they're affected by them. And I think, you know, going back the, the past few years, we've seen again and again that women, parents, and caregivers are in crisis. And when I talk about, you know, parents and caregivers in crisis, um, most of the time the burden falls on the, the woman if it is, you know, a, um, a, a dynamic where that comes into a play. And so we not only saw it firsthand, but we're feeling it. Um, and we wanted to continue to amplify this conversation. Show us your leave is something that we're we're so proud of. Um, I had just finished uh, my paid family leave, um, which is 18 weeks at the skim um, paid. And I had come back to work um, after my first kid and feeling really, really grateful that I um, not only, you know, work at a company that that gives me that opportunity, but also that I'm an employer who is creating that opportunity for others. Um, and sitting there watching my, you know, um, at the time, I think my, my first kid was probably like six or seven months and watching him literally like sit on the floor in the kitchen, just tearing, making a total mess. And I'm trying to work. I'm trying to talk to Carly. We're texting. Um, and I get a news alert that um, paid family leave was not going to make it in um, the bill that was going at, <clears throat> to was was being talked about at the time as part of Build Back Better. And that it just seemed like in that moment, um, it just all came together for me. How in order to keep doing what I was doing to be able to work, to be able to lead a company, to be able to participate in the economy, how much of that came from um, just having the opportunity um, to have paid family leave and that it should be easier for companies to be able to do that. It should not be so hard to um, have that time with your family. And yet it is. And what we saw in that moment is that, you know, the left hasn't done it, the right hasn't done it. It stopped being in our minds a, um, a government argument. And that's depressing, but it also clarified that for us to make change, it really needed to start um, with both a community and private companies. So we posted this image of, of Gabe on the floor playing and, and said, you know, paid leave is not a perk. Um, it should be a necessity or, or something like that. And what happened from there in that really honest moment is that we started getting flooded with DMs from our audience talking about what their leave looked like and Mm. the lack of support. And I'll be honest, like those posts were so much worse than I thought it would be. Um, One that we've talked about a lot because it it really highlights this is of a woman in the hospital. She's got like the gown on in the, the birthing unit and she's working with her laptop on the like heart monitor stand because she needed to make sure she got that day in a full work in order to qualify for benefits. Like that's just, I mean, where is common sense? Like that creates no trust. It creates no um, loyalty to the company. And it certainly doesn't set up anyone for success. So then we decided to highlight these stories and we took it another step to share actually what our own policy is at the skin in the hopes that other people would make it transparent as well. 
So the response has been, I mean, just absolutely overwhelming. We've had about 600 companies across size, across industries, publicly sharing their policies um, from this, you know, one very personal post that just turned into this, this viral movement. And what we want to stress is that a few things. One is that we've actually um, learned and changed the skim's own policy from seeing what other companies are doing. And so it's a moment that we really hope is um, about learning. There's a database. If you're searching for a job, you can go to the skim.com um, and go to our, our show us your leave initiative and actually search so that you know whether um, the company you're going into has the same values that you want to see in a new job. Um, and it's really all about like holding each other accountable and a positivity about how do we make this happen. Mm. I I couldn't agree more um, with with everything you just said, Danielle. I think it's absolutely important um, for not just companies but for our country, right? Mm -hmm. Truly um, support and elevate paid family leave which is something we've not seen to date, like you've alluded yeah. to, whether it's from the Democrats or from the Republicans. And um, I've just given up, okay? Um, because I think that we probably may never achieve mm -hmm. these needs um, just because we are a capitalist society. Yeah. Um, and we've left things like this to companies and to employers to solve. Um, and part of that could just be that, you know, it's because, you know, private, the private sector is more innovative. It's more forward thinking. Um, we are completely in the, at the forefront, right, of innovation. Yeah. Versus companies that, I'm sorry, versus the country that, you know, is a little behind on innovation, um, on, you know, what is really and truly, um, you know, top of mind right now for people. So I think that, you know, that's one thing that I could that I could see when, you know, when the scheme started that conversation about show us your leave, I think it just became clear that we needed to rely even more on employers to help us with this problem versus, I mean, it doesn't mean that we should stop, right? No, it doesn't mean, um, it, it certainly doesn't mean we should stop. And, yeah. and I agree with you. Like, I feel uh, this came out of, you know, I think kind of like this depressed moment of being like, well, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. So, and I feel like this is where women, women do, do so well, where it's like, okay, so now it's just another thing I got to make happen. Um, exactly. And I think, you know, one of the arguments that I really stress when I'm talking to companies and like B2B audiences is that to stop thinking about this as necessarily a way to just support families. I think that this came up a lot in the great resignation, um, where even if you're not like having kids, or if you're not, even if that's not part of like something you want, I think it shows, um, a lot about a company's values and how they value their individual employees um, by putting this out there, um, making sure that there are leave policies across the board that really support people. Um, and I think taking a broader step back, I always look at it as like, this is, of course, there's like the feel good aspect that I, of course, want people to support um, families. 
But beyond that, there is such a broader economic need to this. We need to keep women in the workforce. Millennial mm -hmm. women are a huge part of what makes our economy work. We cannot have declining birth rates. We need to make sure that we're all going to be able to afford nice things like social security. And the way to do that is you need to make sure that there are policies that actually enable women to stay in. Um, and that's a lot of the time what I feel like the unlock is, is, is taking it off of just like, well, you know, it's a good thing to make women feel good coming back to the workforce. Like, of course, but it's also what makes our country be able to run. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that a lot. I mean, women are, you know, 50% of the population. We yeah. can't, we can't, you know, um, we can't discount that at all. We have to embrace, um, the, unique perspective and, you know, the work that we may yeah. bring to the table, the work, the finances, the, um, everything that, you know, we all, have, I mean, look at you, look at me, I mean, building and continuing, I mean, 10 years of work, right. From the scheme yeah. and creating value and, um, you know, creating jobs and opportunities, um, for a wide range of people. I think, you know, that's something that needs to be embraced. They're always gluten-free dairy-free and completely powered by plants with over 65 options and flexible plans you can change, pause, skip or cancel at any time. Splendid Spoon is a great partner to me, helping take the load off of food prep and allowing me to enjoy the simple moments that can mean so much. Splendid Spoon has my back when time is just not on my side. Try Splendid Spoon today by visiting SplendidSpoon.com and enter promo code Honestly, H-O-N-E-S-T-L-Y, to receive $50 off your first box. Danielle, I want to, let's shift gears a little bit to how, you know, taking, you mentioned, you know, you had a six month old at a time uh -huh. and, um, and I think you had, ta you've taken two, uh, you know, paid family leave um, during the pandemic, which is still ongoing. What are some of the you know, some of the challenges that you faced that made it very clear that yeah. women aren't supported enough or families aren't supported enough. And what else is the scheme doing post show us your leave to um, continue, right, to amplify this message around paid family? So I think, first of all, uh, the biggest thing that the scheme does is we arm our audience with information. And, you know, we arm our audience with information across these necessity driven aspects of their life. And like blessing, you said with news, not having enough time, knowing it's important like that, you know, for, for you, it might be news for another person. It might be, um, their finances and they know they need to set up a savings account, but they don't necessarily have, have the time or like are confused about the options. So we clear the noise when it comes to all aspects of um, that part of our audience's lives, whether it is money, career, health, and uh, going into parenting. Um, so I have, yes, I do have, I have two little ones who unfortunately are not interrupting this podcast too much, um, but you, uh, um, and they're both pandemic babies. Um, and I think for me, one of the hardest things, um, honestly, was I had been and, and continue to be um, a champion for making sure that women have a um, 
continue to be in leadership positions. You know, we are lockstep in this. She really pushed me to make sure that I walk the walk. Yeah, I'm going to go on leave. And it's another thing to actually disconnect is make sure to highlight um, what the things are that I needed and wanted to weigh in on and what are the things that other people could do. And I think that also gives, and, and I feel like this is glossed over when we talk about leave, but it's also an important opportunity for other people to get a chance to take on some of those things. Um, so I think it was guilt, honestly. Like I felt like, oh, I'm gonna take a leave, but I shouldn't, you know, I, I, I shouldn't kind of like want it so much, which is so ridiculous, right? There's so much going on. Um, I also had uh, uh, postpartum depression and anxiety. Um, having a baby in a pandemic is is a lot. Um, and I think everything that is talked about, like that's, that's kind of been my life for the past few years. Um, and so what helped me was, was talking about it um, and trying to be honest, not because I feel like I figured it out, but because right now my life is trying to figure out how you do this. Um, and I think, you know, for the first time, I really see, and I, I never understood this before, but why women start to opt out. Like I have two kids that are a two-year-old and a six-month-old. Um, I have an amazingly supportive partner, both in life and at work, um, and it's still so hard. Um, and so what I hear in my mind again and again, and what I tell myself is like, it's hard. It feels hard because it is hard. And this is not the time in my life where things are going to look pretty and perfect. And this is the time where like I bring in every form of help that I can um, and say thank you and just try to do the best I can. And, and I think hopefully like that's the message that I'm putting out there um, because I feel like, you know, when I've been looking for advice, the people that had it all figured out, like that just didn't speak to me. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. I had a baby before the, right before the pandemic and then in the pandemic. And I mean, it was intense. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's still intense. And, yeah. and I think, you know, a lot of times people ask, oh, why, why the heavy focus on women? Right. And, and the reality is it's, you know, it's still very much a man's world. And when you have, you know, women having to go through, you know, childbirth and breastfeeding and, you know, parenting, right? Because even when you have, like you said, even when you have, you know, the best partner, it's still a lot of work. Even when yeah. both parties, um, you know, are involved, it's honestly still a lot of work. And, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that this this season of our lives is is going to be messy. It's going to be, you know, it's just going to be what it is, right? Yeah. Like, just take us as we are. Totally. <laughs> you know, we'll be back. You know, yeah. we'll be back. To the, you know, I don't know. Maybe the always perfect. You know, living room and and kitchen and beautiful. You know, whatever. But like right now, like I just I was just telling um somebody your team. I said, you know, like this is gonna. This is my very first meeting today because I have just been literally exhausted. Yeah. Um, everybody's sick. Kids are sick. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick. It's, it's like a never ending thing. Totally. And 
you know, and this is what we try to explain multiple times to employers, to our policy leaders, uh, you know, that people need support. And, you know, it's not enough to just receive a paycheck and say bye-bye, right? Like, we know that, I mean, you all follow the stats as well. 73% of Americans are living from paycheck to paycheck. So people don't have the right support they need, even financially. And now they still don't have the right support they need at work. And yeah. they still don't have the right support they need at home. And so we wonder why, you know, there's a lot of um, problems when it comes to mental health, when it comes to people showing up for work, when it comes to productivity, right? Um, it's no wonder all of these things are, are still yes. a big issue for every one of us. And one thing, you know, someone said this to me on our podcast and it really rang true. And it's something I think about when things get really hard is, and is it's, it feels like it's harder when you are like the one in the, the top job or you're leading the department or you're leading the, you know, group or whatever, but it's actually easier when you're in those positions because you have more flexibility on your schedules or deadlines. And I think that that's something that I really want um, women listening to this to hear, which is y the time put in may get, may get harder or may not, depending on where you work. But if you're in the right organization, the flexibility increases because men can't be given a pass and, and left out of this. But the more parents and caregivers or parents stay in the workforce, um, the more likely it is that we can then reach back and be like, well, none of this worked for me. So here's how I'm going to change it when you are in that position. Absolutely. I agree with you um, that flexibility is, is much better at the, you know, as you rise through the ranks. And a lot of people forget that. I had a yeah. friend who was a pharmacy and she would go to the pharmacy every single day and she got really tired and exhausted. And then eventually she, you know, signed up for a leadership program and, got fast-tracked and now she's the division VP and um, literally walks from home and she has, you know, now dozens and dozens of regional pharmacists reporting to her. So now she doesn't have to like go right. anywhere because she's more focused on the PNL. She's more focused on, you know, where are we opening the next, you know, um, pharmacy. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, that is something that if you can just push, right? So I tell women, I said, if we can just push, um, and it's, you know, it's the same thing for men, you know, yeah. if you want more flexibility, if you want more autonomy over your time, then you sort of need to get to a place where you are leading the organization. And so you have a little bit more control. Um, I started my work day today at 4 p.m., right? So I'm probably going to put the kids to bed at 7 p.m. And, you know, tomorrow, I'm sorry, through the night, I will walk for another four or five hours. But guess what? I got full 10 hours of sleep and I was able to walk out and I was yeah. able to do all the things that I wanted to do today still. So, um, um, Danielle, before you go, um, I wanted to ask one last question. Now that you have two kids, you're back at work, things are going really well. Um, one of the theme of our podcast is taking the day off. Um, and part of it is we've already talked about, right? Because when you have a kid, you sort of need to take a lot of time off, right? <laughs> which is why the work that you've done, which shows yeah. you is so important. Um, but what do you do? What do you do um, on a daily basis? I think we just talked about it, but what do you do from time to time to take the day off and really, um, you know, recenter yourself for your so, kids and for 
work? You know, I will say I wish I had a better answer right now. And I hope if if I'm back on in a year that I have a great answer. And I talk about how this I, I got through this time and I learned from it right now. Um, I don't have a great answer. And I think that it's important that I say that because it's really hard to take time off. And I think the first battle with that was um, with myself and giving myself the permission to do something for myself. And I I hate that that was like the first thing, but I say it because I, I think that I speak for um, a lot of women who may be feeling that. And when I did give myself the permission, um, for me, it's sleep. Like I need sleep. I run myself in the ground. I hustle hard. And I, my mom always would say like, I burn the candle on both ends. Um, and so that's like always in, in my head. Um, and you know, sleep a lot of times is, is what I'm able to get. That means that I'm probably not also getting time to work out or time to just be, or time with friends. I think all of those things are equally as important. There's a woman who I worked with named, Ariana Whitkin, who is a postpartum um, helper and a, and a pediatrician. And she told me, look at it this way. If you get through the first three months, you know, what am I going to do with like an extra 30 minutes? And so I think it is admitting to myself that like, I would love to say, this is what I do. And it's part of my routine. And it's so important, but I'm not there yet, but I'm trying. Oh, I love it so much. Well, thank you so much, Danielle, for joining us. Um, and the uh, for those who don't follow the scheme, it's this scheme, um, S-K-I-M-M dot com. Um, please check them out. We love everything you all stand for, Danielle. Thank you for the work that you and your team do. And happy 10-year anniversary. I mean, yeah. I think um, that's such a great um, milestone. And we will be celebrating alongside you. Um, and thank you for all you've done um, for Women for Families especially in the last two, three years around show us your leave. And um, and if you want to continue to show us your leave, just use the hashtag show us your leave. Yeah. Thank you so much, Danielle. Enjoy the rest of your day. As a working mother of four, juggling my own business with the needs of my family has often led to deprioritizing myself and my own health. I need time back but it's a struggle to decide what to outsource without replacing it with guilt. That's why I am so glad to have found Splendid Spoon. Splendid Spoon brings me nourishing, delicious, healthy, veggie-fueled meals that are ready when I am. They're always gluten-free, dairy-free, and completely powered by plants with over 65 options and flexible plans you can change, pause, skip, or cancel at any time. Splendid Spoon is a great partner to me, helping take the load off of food prep and allowing me to enjoy the simple moments that can mean so much. Splendid Spoon has my back when time is just not on my side. Try Splendid Spoon today by visiting SplendidSpoon.com and enter promo code HONESTLY, H-O-N-E-S-T-L-Y, to receive $50 off your first box.